Hey guys, I uh, my family tree has a lot of obesity, so I am six days a week sitting on a bike. I can't do all the stuff I used to do uh, because I'm old, my bones don't hold up, but I sit on a bike and I ride it, you know, for an hour. And I hate it, but that's what I have to do to kind of keep my uh, weight to a minimum and uh, or to a relative maximum. <laughs> and in the place I go, the gym I go, the bikes are here and I'm sitting there riding and there's a cement pilaster, uh, cement piling, and there's a sign on it that says, do not talk on your cell phone here, go to the lobby. Well, I didn't see it. And I was on the phone with somebody and there's a guy next to me. He came and sat down next to me and he decided that he was gonna call me out. And, you know, I have a problem in my life, in my flesh, uh, with revenge. I like to get it quickly and swiftly. I've grown to not be so quick with people who don't mean to do things or people who inadvertently make mistakes. I'm not too harsh on them anymore, but if someone purposely confronts me, I have a real short fuse to call them out and go to war. Well, he said, hey, take it to the lobby. And I said, nah, and, and, and I can't continue to talk. And he laid into me, he was probably 30. He laid into me with invectives like I couldn't believe. All the current terms he threw at me. I was a Karen, he said. And I am fat and I should iron my shirt. And, and I needed to get a haircut and I was a loser and I needed to do something with my life. All for me saying I'm not going to listen to you about the phone. And he hit every blemish, every fault that he could observe in my person. Even when I came back at him aggressively, it didn't do anything. And so after the spirit settled in, five minutes later, he got up to do something. He started to come back. And I said, I'm sorry. I said, it's my fault. I didn't see the sign. I should have listened to you. You were right. I was wrong. And he said, sorry's not enough, jackass, or whatever he said. And he kept on me. And so I was pushed in my flesh. I'm still pushed in my flesh today over this situation. I still see him at that gym, and I still want to take him out. I want to punch his lights out, the old wrinkled, gray, long-haired gray man that I am. And I want to show him that he couldn't stand a, a, a chance in the flesh. In years past, I would have done some horrible things with that to his car. Retaliation, revenge, seethes in my flesh. Especially in the heat of a moment of an attack. And it's the way of the natural man. Of late... I've been confronted with this immediate thing through situations like this. And I've had to challenge my dedication to trust in the Lord and revenge is his. And in this specific situation, this man, he was very large, very extremely aggressive. I had to really look in my soul and decide, do I trust that? Or am I going to act on it myself? 
Do I trust in the Lord when he says vengeance is mine? And thus far, I've been able to overcome a lot of things in my heart and mind from that encounter. I've seen the guy a number of times, but every time I have to make a decision, am I going to trust in the Lord? Or am I going to do one of the 10,000 things I think of doing? Tire slashing, window bashing, smashing him over the head, knocking his teeth out. Sorry, that's just the truth. In this situation, and aside from my initial reaction, I've been successful in being able to trust the Lord outwardly, which is included in begging for his forgiveness and then not taking action against him. And God has worked subtly and slowly, but I started thinking about God taking revenge on people. And the thoughts are worthy of some consideration, and I'll share with them quickly now. Think about it. As believers, we can apologize for our failures and our part. We can walk away. We can do, turn the other cheek. We can do this towards somebody who is evil and, and recalcitrant and angry and void of the spirit. That's what we can do, right? And yet, imagine if we stick to that and we turn the other cheek, what, uh, as God says, and we forgive those who malign us, and we trust in him. I really started thinking about it. We really trust that he will handle situations like this, okay? And can you imagine what the living God is capable of doing to somebody and exposing them if we let him? Imagine the subtle, gentle, loving hints he would first give to such a person as the one who accosted me. The gentle reminders and the growing slams that he would increase in this person's life. And imagine what he would do to them when they rebelliously kick against that or allow to happen in their life. And then imagine his response to such a soul when we as believers allow him to assess and judge that person in the afterlife, especially if they've never changed. Do we trust that vengeance is his and that he can do a better, more just, more effective job in enacting that revenge than we can? And it really comes down to self-will again, his will or our will. And we're confronted with that. So if you are in the position and you're having trouble with somebody who's hurt you, offended you, gets under your skin, and you want to lash out, or you have lashed out, I would suggest, just as something to consider, that you go to them and seek their forgiveness, and you allow God to take care of them. You include them in your prayers. God, help that person. You pray for those who despitefully use you. In this, we grow as believers, and we grow in terms of overcoming our flesh, and we grow in our faith on God that he will handle all things, and we free ourselves from the animus and hate and revengeful thoughts that we have because of what has occurred. Something just to consider. Have a great week. We love you.